Listener discretion advised the following podcast contains content and language which may be offensive to some listeners and inappropriate for children. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Crohn's Dome. This is your here, and today I have a guest with me. I have Megan from Epic Nail Salon here in Vacaville, and she's on here today uh, because I wanted to bring her on. One thing that really just caught my attention with her is the fact that she's really big on self-care and the importance of taking care of yourself to manage your stress and give you everybody a better well-being. Um, so hi, Megan. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank I sure can. I sure can. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I I would like for you to tell the listeners a little bit more about um, your your business and what you do and um, what you may like incorporate into your practice at your business that um, promotes the self-care and, uh, that, you know, just calm, relaxing and any other things that, uh, you may do. So at the moment, our current list of services, um, that we offer for self-care and relaxation would be manicures, pedicures. We do some waxing, eyelash extensions, and now we have a couple of different eyebrow services. Okay. Okay. And, um, I think one one big thing that uh, really caught me too was because, you know, people with uh, Crohn's colitis, any in, inflammatory disease, we careful what we put on our bodies, whether it's lotion, um, the perfume we put on, the deodorant that we use, um, you know, big thing is nail polish. You use a particular brand of nail polish that I've really liked. I've never even used it before until I came to see you. Um, and and what, what particular brand was that? So we use the Zoya uh, line. It comes from um, the Art of Beauty um, okay. company. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a non-toxic line. Um, Zoya and Art of Beauty was one of the first companies to really go out and try to get rid of the toxic chemicals um, in their a lot of their products. They also carry like a Cutica brand, which is the brand um, of like soaks and sugar scrubs and everything that we use in the nail spa as well. Nice. But some of the big um, some of the big five chemicals that they have eliminated are actually found in a lot of products that you use, whether it's lotion, deodorant, you know, just everyday items. But some of those chemicals are um, like toluene, mm-hmm. camphor, mm. formaldehyde and formaldehyde resin, as well as DBP, which is dibutylphthalate. You have to forgive me if I pronounce that wrong. That's okay. I'm not the best on pronouncing these, <laughs> these, these super long chemical names either myself. So I <laughs> have well, right. I know I just watched that one. <laughs> well, and it's uh, like with a name like this, with names that are complicated like this, we should already be aware that obviously it's a compound structure of some sort and it's probably not good for our bodies. Right, right, exactly. That's that's the um, 
big point that um, I like to make is that it's not. And our our nails um, absorb things just like our skin does, right? Right. It's all part of that big organ system. Exactly. So, uh, you know, the whole the whole reason why I wanted to do this particular topic is because, um, you know, I was doing some reading a while ago. I always try to keep up on any like publications with Crohn's and colitis and things like that, because it is really, really crazy. I just um, I was crunching some numbers uh, because I was reading an article and they were talking it was the Crohn's Colitis 360 article in April of 2020. And it said that 0.5% of the American population has either Crohn's or colitis. So I did the math on that. So based on what our current population is, that's 1,684,019 people in America have been diagnosed with Crohn's or colitis and live with it on a daily basis. Wow, so, those are just the ones that we know of. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, that's a that's that's what my concern is, is we know it's, you know, whatever we're putting in our body is not um, is not it's really, really affecting our insides. Absolutely. And so um, and in the same article, they were shown they did a study. It was a Canadian populate, not even American. And we know Canadians have. They don't, they have, they don't have the stressful life that we have. They don't allow the chemicals uh, in products and in their food uh, like the U.S. does. And they said in that study, 30 to 40% of patients with IBD have anxiety or depression. And the study also showed that that um, has a, a association of increased risk of mortality and psychiatric conditions in patients with Crohn's and colitis. So that's why it's, you know, so important that, that we, we take care of ourselves because uh, we're finding out too that if somebody has anxiety or depression, it's not necessarily, that should warn these doctors like, hey, we know that the gut balances our, you know, our mood and uh, our immune system. And if somebody has um, anxiety and depression, it's not a brain chemical imbalance. It's an imbalance of our gut. So, so we're, we're finding, we're finding that, um, uh, finding that out more so now than before, you know, they're always linking, oh, you're crazy. It's something in your brain. No, it's something in my gut. Stress, <laughs> <You know? laughs> stress right. right? And what gets affected the most when we stress? Our gut. How many mm -hmm. people feel nauseous or they, you know, or they have to go to, they may not even be diagnosed with anything, but I know people that are stressed and they'll throw up or they'll- yep, that's how they, I am. Right, right. I worked with a girl who, um, every, we just worked in, in the dental office and it was real high stress because we were, we were doing full mouth reconstructions and putting people, um, in a, a sedative state. And that's very stressful because we had to monitor their vitals and make sure everything was good while we're, uh, assisting the doctor in whatever procedure we're doing that it would stress her out so much that she would puke. She would have to excuse herself in the middle of a procedure to throw up because she was so stressed out. Poor girl. 
Yeah. So, um, a couple of things that, um, and I don't know if you've ever, cause I know, you know, in a spa environment that, you know, if you guys do, uh, a lot of times they'll do like maybe aromatherapy or you'll have some music playing in the background and, and I don't, um, you know, you guys do the massage when you're doing a manicure or a pedicure. And so, you know, a lot of things that we have, uh, found out is that, um, like sound therapy. I don't know. Have you ever heard of sound therapy? Yes. Okay. So particularly what I like because I have one myself is a Tibetan singing bowl. Mm -hmm. Um, and they've been used for about 2,500 years in spiritual practices. Um, they've been used for pain relief for joints, the muscle, the sciatica, the migraines. It helps heal uh, with spine injuries, shoulder pain, and it improves your circulation. And um, it helps the digestive system for better digestion. Um, so I, you know, I always used it because I thought, ooh, maybe it just calm me, which it does stress, right? Um, but I, I never really, until I was doing more reading, thought to use it for anything else. And just last night preparing for, for this episode, I had a really bad headache. And so I just used my singing bowl for about 10 minutes and my headache was gone. I couldn't believe it. So wow, that's so impressive. Right. Have you, have you ever, um, used, uh, a Tibetan singing bowl or have the experience of, uh, any sound therapy? So I have not been privileged enough to hear one in real life. I have heard one, you know, over Spotify or different, uh, relaxation videos that I watch. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have not done too much with the Tibetan bowl at Upkept. I do try to have relaxing music and I, don't have a specific kind. I, I change it every day to mm-hmm. try to get people in that relaxed mode. Right. Right. So, um, the, the crazy thing is, is cause you know, there's always when it's not medical and you can't necessarily, you know, I guess break it down in a, in a scientific way, there's always controversy over whether it really heals or if people are just, it's all in their head. Mind's powerful, right? If we if we can manifest things with it. So if you're saying, ooh, this is gonna make me feel better, then yeah, it's probably gonna make you feel better. I'm sure the mind has a lot to do with it. But there's actually a science uh, behind it. And I found it, it's called uh, Science Made Simple UK. So of course, you know, their um, other countries are so much more advanced in alternative medicines than US, you know, they just want to keep getting those medications. So they had found that rubbing and striking the bowl creates vibrations. And by creating a sound we can hear and feel when holding the bowl, um, and when you continue to rub the rim of the bowl, it resonates. And that's the healing part of it, the vibration and the sound that resonates within your ear, ears, um, you know, has, it resonates and causes that healing. So there's many different sizes, you know, you have your small, medium and large bowls. Um, so they each have different hertz that they are uh, tuned into. So, um, 528 hertz I know is the love hertz um that's supposed to like open you up and everything but it also really helps with uh and and decreasing stress as well um 
So I try to stay with that. I even have a tuning fork for uh, sound therapy and that's a 528 Hertz as well. And I could, when I do it and I really do it around my head, I can really feel um, like I feel the sound in my body, um, which is really interesting. I don't know if you've ever been able to um, use a tuning fork or had anyone use a tuning fork on you, but um, it's definitely interesting. I have not yet. Okay. Um, Cause they're saying again with the sound therapy uh, practitioners who use different methods of sound therapy are saying it helps lower our stress hormones and that makes the immune system stronger because you know then our stomach is in, um, in a disarray. And it also helps with our anxiety, chronic pain, sleep disorders, and PTSD, which is big because they're finding that people with Crohn's or colitis suffer from PTSD. Um, they're even saying schizophrenia, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, cause they're saying like, you know, like you said, you use, uh, different sounds in, in the salon, uh, because they know sound therapy puts listeners in like a meditative state, allowing them to relax, which ultimately heals our body. So, right. so I like that. See, and that's another thing that I really like, you know, that you incorporate within, within your business and, and everything like that. I thought it was really interesting. Um, they did, I don't know, our, I don't know, uh, exercise is really big for people with Crohn's and colitis. Um, you know, I found, they found that yoga is very beneficial for people with Crohn's and colitis. Um, I'm, you know, of course you want to talk to your doctor before you start anything, you know, everybody got to put that out there. <laughs> um, so, you know, they did a number of studies um, that have shown the benefits of Crohn's and colitis is by relieving symptoms because uh, I improve quality of life and overall feeling of well-being. Um, they, there's certain poses that reduce joint pain, abdominal pain. They re, um, it decreases stress and anxiety levels. Uh, they're showing it like, you know, the bent like the bent over positions increases blood flow to the brain it lowers stress in our nervous system and it regulates the immune system so uh, for chronic uh, disease especially irritable bowel disease uh, a lot of the poses that they're saying uh, work really well for it i remember when i first started yoga it it really did so um yeah child's pose nicole can can I touch on that really quick? Oh, I think yeah, yoga absolutely. is a great idea. I think yoga is a great idea. And with yoga, have you ever tried mind practicing mindfulness? You I, Which and is I'm like being totally focused and aware of your sensing and feeling in the moment. Absolutely. And and don't yes. forget that. Hold hold on one moment. Let's take a, a quick bit break. We'll give everyone a quick break. Um, and then let's come back to that because you are so correct. And I would love to, to touch on that mindfulness because that is really important. So, all right, everyone, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, 
everyone, this is Nicole with the Crone Stone. Are you in need of some muscle you could depend on from moving to delivery services, property cleanouts, junk removal, and so much more? If so, you need to call Jack's Junk Removal and More, servicing all of Northern California, 707-685-0008. Again, Jack's Junk Removal and More has got your back. Truck, trailer, muscle, 707-685-0008, the superior choice. Welcome back, everyone, to the Crohn's Dome. It is your host, Nicole, and we have Megan here with Upkept Nail Salon here in Vacaville, California. And we are talking today about the importance of self-care and reducing our stress levels uh, and and just overall our health and our, our sense of well-being. So uh, before we went on break, we were talking about yoga, and you had brought up, Megan, that uh, practicing mindfulness. So um, I wasn't really aware of mind, uh, you know, being mindful of things before um, when I was just when I first started doing yoga, probably about 20 years ago, I was just doing it, you know, because I was like, oh, here's something else. I've always lifted weight been in the gym lifting weights. Let's try something else, you know. Um, but uh, what were what uh, were you practices that you have of mindfulness? Because like I said, I'm not super familiar with that. And I'm probably not the best in that, with that at the moment. So mindfulness has been around for a while, but it's gaining more and more popularity the more um, over the more recent years, because people are finally starting to see that when you are present in the moment and aware of what's going on in the moment, instead of worrying about everything else around you or what's out of your control, mm -hmm. um, that also helps to lower your stress and lower your, you know, your symptoms of different diseases or inflammations. Um, I, it's, mindfulness is very interesting. That's why I like to pair it with yoga because you just do it in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. you're just, you know, you're just completely focusing on, okay, I'm sitting here, you know, I have my 10 fingers, my arms are crossed, my bottom is on the floor, my legs are crossed. So it's just com being completely aware of what's going on. And usually you do it for, you know, five to 10 minutes a day. Right. Um, and you'd see if you do that for at least a week, how much of a difference, like my anxiety myself has gone down so much because I've been more, more self-aware as well as trying to practice more mindfulness and being aware in moments that nice. are happening. Nice, nice. And see, and that's when, and, and you're right, because with yoga too, like, you know, uh, especially the twisting poses, I have found to uh, really help relieve abdominal pain. Um, and I know uh, you have to, you, when you do a twisting pose, you don't want to use your arms, you don't want to use your shoulders, you want to really focus on using that core muscle with your breathing. So, you know, when you exhale, you're twisting, you hold it. When you inhale, you kind of release it a little bit. And then when you exhale, you twist some more. Um, so you really, so yeah, that would, that has a lot to do with mindfulness, but I like that where as little as five to 10 minutes a day, you don't need mm -hmm. an hour, you know, practicing right. it to just get yourself level and probably doing it first thing in the morning is probably the best way to start your day off. So you're already in that right. feel good, right? And you, can do, 
you can do it anywhere. And that's the great thing about it, too. I mean, I don't suggest doing it while driving because you need to be mindful of the road. <laughs> right. <but> anywhere else. <laughs> right, right. Shoot, I used to, I remember on my lunch break sometimes it would be when I was in dentistry, it would just be so exhausting because people don't realize that um, we, we tend to be therapists uh, to the to our patients, you know, you we end up learning all, especially if you're somebody that people can open up to, which uh, for some reason people always do that with me. You take a lot of that on. And I think maybe using that mindfulness, you can learn to just kind of who, okay, that's not mine. You know, push that right. to the side. And then, you know, I don't need to take on their emotions or what's going on with them because or their stress. Right. Because there's a lot of us are out there. Um, I think our, our empaths, empaths, and we don't mm-hmm. maybe don't even know it and you get drained. Right. Well, yeah, it's cause you're just kind of taking on too much. So, yep. um, but, um, okay. But yeah, so that's also really helpful with that as well. And, um, so, so I definitely agree with that. And then another one I was just doing, I, um, I have a friend that does massage therapy and they had found like abdominal massages for the, I guess, to help relieve symptoms, which, you know, makes sense because you're inflamed and, and everything right. is painful. And some people even have blockages when they're dealing with thing. I never had that issue, or at least I haven't, um, really had that issue because, I've never had a problem with constipation in all these years, but there's some people that with um, colitis or Crohn's, they will have that. Like they might have um, a fistula um, or uh, in their intestine and then things get stuck there. So that's, well, you you know what, what helps with that too. um, Speaking Hmm. about massages is like reflexology. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right, right, because it stimulates the body into healing itself. It improves circulation. It reduces stress and pain, and restores the natural body, uh, natural balance. And the way you can do this is by hitting the different pressure points found in the feet, hands, and ears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I'm gonna take it. I'm sure that's something that you guys do there at Upkept Salon, Nail Salon. In the deluxe services, yes. Okay, awesome. So. Hey, you know, you get what you pay for, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you want that good, good relaxation, you know, definitely. Uh, it does cost a little extra. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Our health is so worth it, you know? It is. Uh, and if you do it once a month, you know, it's not that big of a deal because self-care is very important. Oh, it is. And that's one thing that I'm finding, like, even just setting setting boundaries, like, mm-hmm. um, I've always been a giver and uh, I really, you know, I I give more than I give to myself, you know, to other people. (laughs) I'm always pouring out to other people than, than to myself. So um, yeah, it's, I like, like today I I felt really bad, um, but my, um, my significant other's kids are here. And they're smaller and they were up until three o'clock this morning. (laughs) And I am not a person that can go to sleep while little kids are up. So I stayed up until they fell asleep. Right. Um, So 
I'm just, so then he like called me and was like, Hey, I, I need you to take anything. I'm going take going to the dump. I need you to take anything that's on the, that's garbage on the side of the house and put it in the trailer. And I'm like, Ooh, you're asking a little much of me this morning. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I just, I have to, I've had to just set those boundaries and, right. and just, you know, even though I feel bad, but it's like, man, I keep pouring into you and your kids and my kid and, and the business and everything like that. But what am I getting in return? Right. I'm and in ex- order for you. Go I'm ahead. sorry. No, I was going to, I was going to say, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> See, and Nicole can't give her whole Nicole self if she's tired and worn out. Right. Same thing with me as a business owner or, you know, or even anybody like as a sister or an aunt or whatever, you can't give your true self when you're tired and exhausted. Right. Right. So definitely um, I've had to set some boundaries and I think it's been a little difficult um, on his end because for all these years, I haven't done that. You know, I've just give, give, give. And not that it's a bad thing and not that I don't like doing it um, because I like, that's my thing. I'm, I've always, I think that's why I was in dentistry for so long. And, you know, the difficult patients were always were my patients because I knew how to calm people down. I knew how to relax them, make them feel comfortable and just take care of them in general. So, um, but yeah, no, and that's what I was going to say. I'm glad you touched on the, the reflexology massage, because they're saying there's a lot of, you know, pressure points in your hands and your feet, even your toes. Like I didn't even know, Mm -hmm. like the tips of your toes was like for, I think it's for the head or the sinuses, one of those, but it's somewhere in the head. And I was just like, wow, just the littlest pressure on the littlest point could really do. Well, yeah. Or it's like, if you have cramps during your menstrual, you know, there's certain places behind the ankle you know, mm. you can always ask your significant other to rub right there, please. <laughs> right, right. Because it'll help relieve the pressure and the pain and the cramping. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. I didn't even mm-hmm. know that. That's really cool. So, uh, yeah, because now oh, an, my one of my uncles, when he retired from PG&E, he got into reflexology. And I remember my aunt uh, suffered from migraines. And she was on this horrible medication that just, it really just made it to where like sometimes she couldn't function because of the medication at the time, you know, um, there, that was my great aunt and uncle. So they were much older. So I'm sure the medication that they gave her, it actually caused a lot of um, damage to other internal organs because of it. And he would just, she'd start getting, um, she'd be like, Eddie, it's coming on. And he would just go over there, get behind her, rub his hands together, do some things at the base of her skull and in with her head and bam, it was gone within 10 minutes. The the power of holistic medicine and practices is amazing. Right, right. You know, he just, it was just so amazing. Like one time he came into, he was a patient in the dental office that I was working in up in Folsom. And I remember he was like, you know, teaching all of us about the reflexology and just the power of the mind and everything. Like he literally showed us, he had one of the assistants in the office was like standing in front of him. He did something and he was like, 
literally moved her back without even touching her, like her whole body. And this woman was like six foot. So it's not like she was some little petite thing, but right. You know, just being, and that's because I really want to believe is because he was so in tune with himself Yes, and was taking, you know, that he really took self-care to the next level to the point that he's just showing that power that we have inside of us, all what, what can be unleashed. Right. Um, If we're in tune. Exactly. And that's where, like you said, that mindfulness, five, 10 minutes, I think that mindfulness will really, really get you. And that's, you know, another thing with just same with, you know, meditation. Um, They're Mm -hmm. saying even five to 10 minutes of meditation a day has uh, so much with improving our, our, um, our stress levels and our sense of well-being and everything like that. So um, do, do you do any meditation at all during the day to help you out as well? So um, I would say before I go to bed, um, I don't have a specific way of doing it or not. And it's not really so much meditation. It's kind of more like a thoughtful prayer, I guess. Okay. But I do it every night before I go to bed and it, it really helps. Like calms me from the day, that I had, you know, um, before I went to bed and it helps me sleep and it relieves a lot of like anxieties I might have floating around in my head still. Okay. Yeah. That's, and that's good because, you know, the same uncle who did that one thing I remember asking him was because him and my aunt were together in high school and they literally got married right out of high school before he went to world. Uh, no, he didn't have to go to world war two. He was too young he went into Vietnam. Um, so he, um, they had been together forever, ever. And I don't ever remember fight. And that's one thing he always did say is like, you got it. Don't go, don't go to bed mad at each other. You know, you need to be calm and, and relax yourself. And, and he himself would also um, meditate. And he got my aunt into meditating as well, especially as they got older um, because it just really helped with their, with their health because come, you know, I didn't know my uncle was so good at hiding it. He had part of his colon removed. So, mm. um, and so, and I didn't even know that I always wondered why he was going to the bathroom. I didn't realize your uncle, uh, he's powerful. Right. Right. Can, like mm-hmm. it's just crazy. <laughs> he was, you could tell he was really in tune and right. I feel like that we all, start off that way Nicole but as we grow older and we experience life and we get distracted with these tangible items or tv or what's going on around us that we kind of lose sense of that intuition from inside yourself you know right some of us like I believe you do and Mm -hmm. also myself are still pretty aware with ourselves right right pretty in tune Absolutely. And that's one thing like um, I tell my doctors, I think because I've had this Crohn's for so long, I tell them, I'm like, listen, I know what affects my body. For example, yesterday I've been, my Skyrezy has been doing well. Symptom relief. Um, I'm not having diarrhea, which is great because having diarrhea depletes my energy. Like I need, I I don't think people realize how much not absorbing mm-hmm. the food and nutrients from it. And guess what I went and did? I went and did stupid thing. I know food, uh, <laughs> food dyes mess me up. I know sugar messes me up and I go and have a damn soda. Okay. <laughs> 
caramel coloring will fuck your damn stomach up because within 30 minutes of drinking that soda, I had diarrhea and I had to rush to the bathroom. So it's just food is just so powerful. And what we put in our bodies, just it's either going to nourish us or wreak havoc on us. Right. And that's what's scary, especially with the new passing of this cloned meat, you know, like, okay, that's great that we can help the starving, but how much nutrients is in this cloned meat? Right. Are we actually getting nutrients out of it? Well, and I, I'm going to tell you this. Okay. I don't know if you've seen, um, or heard the what's going on about, uh, they, the government was trying to, I saw this one farmer, they were talking they were going to give him, I don't know if it was 10,000 per cattle or like 10 million or something like that to inject the mRNA vaccine into right. his meat. I believe and, it. And so I'm thinking a lot of these farmers were standing their ground and saying, hell no, we don't want your fucking money. And that's why they're doing this lab, lab meat. Because they're, I'm, they're, I'm, they're going to do that. People didn't get the shot. So guess what? We're going to put it in your food. Right. <laughs> and well, and who knows what else they're putting in there, you know? Like, it can trigger us. It can cause more health issues. You know, so much stuff that it's, in a way, it's like it's giving the government more control over our bodies. Oh, absolutely. And not only that, but we they're wanting us to register our home gardens with the government <laughs> so that they can regulate it. Oh, hell no. (laughs) You get the... Gotta be kidding me. (laughs) Yeah, miss me with that. Miss me with that, for real. Because I, yeah, I can't do that. Not at all. So, um, But self-care is so important. And even as simple as going and getting a manicure or pedicure, people. And and even if it's just, you know... Just one of those, and you're only there for 30 minutes, 20 minutes. If you could be there for an hour and just get off your phone, get off social mm-hmm. media, be aware of yourself, your surroundings, because in these salons, especially at Upkept, Megan's really big about making a peaceful environment, environment where you can relax, and that's what it should be. And that is a huge thing of self-care because we need to know how to manage our stress to get off these damn meds and keep our disease in yes. remission. So, um, Megan, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate all your input and, and, um, everything, uh, that you have, um, even taught me today with like the mindfulness and all of that. I really appreciate it. And, um, thank you so much. And, and anybody out there check Megan out. She's on Instagram at Upkept Megan on Facebook as Upkept Nail Salon. Check her out. She's God, uh, she makes, she even puts posts of, of information on how to take better care of yourself and the importance of it. Um, so definitely follow her, make an appointment, take care of yourself, get those pretty feet and nails and feel good. <laughs> Cause yeah, I know I can't it's wait. about that time. <laughs> That's right. Because I know I got an appointment with you and I can't wait because I definitely need it. <laughs> Well, well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, all right, everyone. 
This is your host, Nicole, with the Crohn's Dome and Megan with Upkept Nail Salon here in Vacaville, California. And uh, we're, we're signing off. We're, we're done for our day. <laughs> we'll see you next time. That's right, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye.